This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new round of trade negotiations with China will kick off next week. The White House announced the news late Tuesday night. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will head to China next week, and Chinese officials will be in Washington the week following. The talks will cover trade issues like intellectual property, non-tariff barriers, agriculture, and enforcement, according to the White House. Senate Ag Committee member Joni Ernst of Iowa says she's told an agreement is down to negotiating the finer points. When I last spoke with Robert Lighthizer just a couple weeks ago, he was very encouraging on where we were with China, and he felt that largely negotiations are done. The only issue uh, really remaining out there is enforcement mechanisms, and how do we enforce any trade agreement that's put into place? And that's where China and the United States seems to be uh, butting heads a little bit going back and forth. But he, he felt pretty positive about the direction we were going, so I, again, in short order, I hope that we actually see the deal with, with China done. That audio courtesy of the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. Ernst was visiting with manufacturing and ag leaders at a roundtable in Iowa today. She says the trade environment needs a new level of certainty. It really is a shell game. Everything is shifting right now. So we do need stability. We need that predictability, you know, all the way from the end user, the farmer, the, the purchaser, um, all the way to the manufacturer. So, yeah, the sooner we can seal these deals, the better off we'll be. And then it goes back to international trade, other countries wondering if we'll be a good trade partner. That's why we just need to get these deals done, um, stabilize, stabilize what we're doing here in the United States. She says she hopes to see some finalization on the trade action this year, perhaps as early as this summer. I remain cautiously optimistic. Um, things have not moved as fast as I had hoped they would, but I still think that we will see these trade deals done, uh, which will be good news for our manufacturers and good news for our farmers and ranchers. The Trump administration is readying a new program to assist with disaster funding. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. As parts of farm country continue to dry out from flooding, a new competitive grant program could help local and state emergency management stakeholders before a natural disaster strikes rather than after. Speaking in a political live event Wednesday in Washington, Federal Emergency Management Agency Deputy Administrator Daniel Kanuski says the agency is working to roll out the Building Resilient Infrastructure and Communities, or BRIC, program. BRIC, more specifically, authorizes FEMA to provide 6% of all of those disaster costs in the previous year in a competitive nationwide grant program the next year. In other words, it's truly pre-disaster, it's truly risk-based, and it's truly available to all of those communities that are at risk now that may or may not have been hit by a disaster. Congress authorized the program in the Disaster Recovery Reform Act of 2018, he says estimates of available funding would vary. If you look at a 10-year average, it's 300 to 500 million that we could be providing in these competitive grants each year. But if you look at you know, a, a more recent period of time, the last couple of years, or especially if you look at 2017, if this program existed in 2017, in 2018, there would have been $3.4 billion available in mitigation for state and local governments. Kanuski says stakeholders have long argued for natural disaster prevention dollars for years, but have been unsuccessful until now. 
He adds a formal announcement about the program will come shortly. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, Bayer has appealed a court decision in favor of a plaintiff claiming glyphosate exposure led to his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Dwayne Johnson was awarded $289 million by a California jury, a figure that was eventually reduced to $78 million. In appeal documents, Bayer says there is no substantial evidence to support the jury's findings or of glyphosate's causation in Johnson's disease. The verdict, Monsanto says in the court filings, reveals the jury's passion and prejudice. For more on the appeal, check out the story from Steve Davies on agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.